Hello, welcome to 21st Century Bonzes Podcast. My name is Sammy Ju, your host. We've been going through the Book of Acts series. Last week, we learned about how God saves. First, God prepares. God prepared, orchestrated to connect Peter and Cornelius. Second, Jesus is proclaimed. Even if Cornelius was a good man, but Jesus, the gospel of Christ Jesus, must be proclaimed so that everyone can hear the gospel of Christ Jesus. And then thirdly, the Holy Spirit was poured out. He was present. So that's how Cornelius and his uh, kinsmen were uh, saved by God's grace. Today, as a continuation, we're going to study from Book of Acts, Book of Acts chapter 11. And today, we are going to learn about how God works. Last week was about how God saves, and this week is about how God works. So, first of all, God is working with His power, by His power, through His people, for His purpose. So, let's look at Acts chapter 11, verses 21 through 24. And the hand of the Lord was with them, and the large number who believed turned to the Lord. The news about them reached the ears of the church in Jerusalem, and they sent Barnabas off to Antioch. Then, when he arrived and witnessed the grace of God, he rejoiced and began to encourage them, all with a resolute heart to remain true to the Lord. For he was a good man, and full of the Holy Spirit and faith. And considerable numbers were added to the Lord." Amen. Wow, this is amazing and very exciting story. But uh, the first thing, how does God work? Number one, God works through, uh, God works with His power. God works by His power. So note, uh, look at verse 11, uh, verse 21. It says, the hand of the Lord was with them. Okay, so what is the hand of the Lord? The hand of the hand means the instrument, the God's instrument for His purpose. So God was using His hand as His instrument. Okay, so this hand is the power of God. God is the God of power. In the Old Testament and New Testament alike, Jesus is always powerful. Now, when Jesus was on the earth, He performed so many miracles, right? He healed the sick, and He cast out demon-possessed men, and He fed 5,000 people with two fish and five bread, and He even raised the dead from the dead. So, He is powerful. I am who I am, just in Exodus chapter 3, verse 11 through 14, I am who I am, most powerful being in the whole universe, in the whole, everything is under His mighty power. And Acts, um, Luke chapter 9, verse 1, that Jesus gave His power and authority to His disciples, meaning that Jesus has the power. In Matthew 28, verses 18 through 19, uh, 20, famous passage of a great commission. What does it say? Jesus received all power and authority, not just in the earth, but from heaven. So he has all the power. So God has the power and God works with his power. God works by his power. It says, his hand was with them. Now, who are them? So let me give you some context. If you remember from um, Acts chapter Acts chapter 7, when Stephen was persecuted, uh, the gospel was preached from Jerusalem 
to Judea and Samaria, right? The church was scattered because of persecution. But you might think like, well, that's not good. But it is God's work that God has scattered them for the purpose of spreading the gospel. But if you look at Acts chapter 11, the first part, still the gospel was mostly shared among Jewish people, even outside of Jerusalem. However, there are some people, some people who share the gospel with the Gentiles. And today's passage is saying God's hand was with them. As they were sharing the gospel with the Gentiles, God began to work in a mighty way to bring more Gentiles, more people outside of Jewish circle to come to Jesus Christ. God began to save them. But how is it possible? It is uh, because this, those people who share the gospel with the Gentiles were more powerful than the others? No, there's just same people, right? But the basic, the foundational truth is that God work with His power. God works by His power, that He is mighty to save, that He is the one who saved so many people. So as you can see in today's passage, that n- many people many people were brought to Jesus Christ. They were added to the kingdom of God. So we can see the wonderful work of God that was done by God's power. However, it is not the only His power. God, How God works? God works with His power through His people. Yes, His people are also uh, God's instruments. So let's look at today's verse again. His hand, uh, the hand of the Lord was with them. Again, those uh, them are people. Those people who are obedient to the Holy Spirit to share the gospel with Gentiles and to large number who believed turned to the Lord. You see, the, uh, the result was happening there. And then this news was reached out to the church of Jerusalem, as you can see in verse 22. Then they sent a a person his name was Barnabas 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 okay so Barnabas was a human he was a disciple but what kind of person was he look at verse 23 then when he arrived and witnessed the grace of God he rejoiced and began to encouraging them all with the rest of the heart to uh, remain true to the Lord so Barnabas was encouraging the church Uh, But next verse, following verse, is telling us what kind of person he was. It says, For he, for he was a good man and full of the Holy Spirit and faith. Okay, so let's stop for a moment right here. So Barnabas was a human, but he was a godly man man as you can see here so he was a good man but he did not stop there because there are so many good people out there so does god work through those good people well we need to see the following things it says he was full of the holy spirit and he was full of faith in the lord jesus christ Definitely, he was a godly, spiritual man, not only a good man. It reminds me of Stephen. Stephen was one of the seven deacons, and he was full of Holy Spirit, right? Then he shared the gospel boldly, even in the opposition of Jewish people. And then these religious leaders were stoning him to death, but he did not care. He continued, uh, he, uh, even though, even at his martyrdom, he was faithful until the end. Likewise, Barnabas was full of the Holy Spirit. So what kind of person, what kind of people does God use? God uses his servants 
who are godly people, just like Barnabas, who are full of Holy Spirit and who are full of faith. Of course, must be good in the eyes of God. So God works by His power. Yes, it is true. But isn't it interesting? I mean, God is so powerful, so He doesn't really need us, right? I mean, He can just do it right there without using any human instrument. However, He does that. It's an amazing, amazing truth that He invites us to fulfill His will. God could save people out of Egypt with His own mighty hands. How? Ever, he called Moses to go to Egypt to be used by God as his instrument to speak and to proclaim God's word and to show and manifest and to reveal God's power even to Pharaoh. God uses his people. It's the same today. God used the disciples. God used Barnabas. God used Paul. God used Peter. And God is using us, using you for God's kingdom. What matters the most is this, that God calls us and he is using us. But we must be a clean vessel like Barnabas. We must be the Spirit-filled. We must be full of His Spirit and faith. It doesn't say Barnabas was a good man, nice man. He was a morally amazing person. He was a full of idea. He was a full of integrity. He was a full of degree. He was a just full of all the A+. That was not the case. Maybe he could be a little bit uh, dis- despised among the eyes of human or world. Right? We don't know what kind of background he had, what kind of academic, uh, academically gifted person he was. We know some about Peter, I mean Paul, because Paul was a very, very respected and respected uh, Jewish rabbi or a Pharisee. But we don't know really much about Barnabas. But all we know here from today's passage is this. He was a godly man. He was full of spirit. He was full of faith. He was a good man. That's all we need, right? So it doesn't matter how, what kind of background you had in the past, but what we need to be, to be used by the Lord as His instrument is for us to be the spirit-filled person, that we must be full of the Holy Spirit. We must be full of faith so that we can be used by God. So amazing calling again, that God calls you, God calls us to serve for Him, to be used by Him as His instruments. So God works first by His power. Second, God works through His people, through His people. And thirdly, God works for His purpose. He works for His purpose. So what is the purpose? So let's look at today's passage again. In verse 21, the hand of the Lord was with them, and large number who believed turned to the Lord. And then the final part of this passage, which is verse 24, and when he but he for he was a good man and full of the Holy Spirit and of faith, and considerable number were added to the Lord. So compare between those 21, verse 21 and 24, it says, um, the turned to the Lord, and in verse 24, added to the Lord. Turn to the Lord and added to the Lord. What is the purpose here? The purpose is the Lord, to the Lord. Yes, God used His power. God used His people in the beginning that those people were sharing the gospel with the Gentiles, and God used Barnabas. But it could be said this way, right? God was, I mean, Barnabas was a good man. He was a full of Holy Spirit and he was a full of 
faith, so a lot of people cheered for Barnabas. They were listening to Barnabas, and they were coming to Barnabas church to listen to Barnabas preaching, uh, his YouTube videos, and his uh, podcast, and a lot of people drawn to uh, Barnabas. However, that is not what it says. Barnabas was full of spirit and faith. The Lord, uh, the many people added to the Lord, not Barnabas, not Peter, not Paul, not human being, but to the Lord. It shows the ultimate purpose of ministry, ultimate purpose of God's work. It is to lead people to Him. It is to lead. It is to bring. It is to drag. It is to draw people to the Lord Jesus Christ. This must be the ultimate ending goal of our life and our ministry. You might think like, oh, isn't that so selfish that you know, God is working for Himself? Well, if I say I work for myself, I am selfish. If you say, if you work, you work for yourself, it sounds very, it is selfish, right? Why? Because we are finite human beings. We cannot save anybody, anyone. We cannot truly really help other people. We cannot truly provide other people. What we can do is really providing for ourselves and maybe our families and all of that. We are not God. We are not truly merciful. We are not truly perfect. But God is different from us. God is perfect. God is always perfectly good. He is always infinitely great. And 1 Corinthians 8, 6 clearly tells us where we are from. We are from God. We are to God. Without God, we cannot even exist. He is everything for us. He is the reason for us to live. He is the reason that we are living right now. Without Him, we cannot even be sustained. So He is the purpose. He is the source. He is our Father. So God is leading us from sin and death to Himself, the ultimate purpose of our life. God is all good, and God is always merciful and perfect. So we must know that where we are heading where is our true purpose? Ministry, the work of God, is to lead us to the right place, which is God Himself. We always need to remember this because sometimes when we do ministry, you know, we, uh, we tend to think, we, we can say that, yeah, this is all for God's glory, but deep inside of our heart, we want, to, we want to get glory to ourselves. right? And then when people are coming to our church, when, when people are listening to our messages, we feel like, oh, we are doing some, some, something good, and that's why people are listening to us, that's why people are coming to our church and to, coming to our ministries. We have to be very careful. Yes, people come to our physical location, our church, and they can listen to our podcast and YouTube videos. That's all good. But ultimately, it is not for me. It is not for a particular person. But it is to lead people to God Himself. That's what was going on in Acts chapter 11 right here. And that is why what God was doing. And that was the whole, whole intention and goal of Barnabas and Peter, Paul, and many uh, godly people here. Peter was an amazing apostle. Barnabas was a good man. But ultimately, their goal is to bring people to Jesus. Ultimately, it is to point people to Jesus. So that more people would be added to the Lord, more people would be turned to the Lord. That is our purpose 
as well. When I when I was saved in September 2000, God called me for missions three months later, and 15 days later, God led me to the United States, and God gave me a vision to raise 21st century Moses. Why? It is not to raise up a godly, fantastic leader. That's well, that is a、uh, sub goal. But the ultimate goal is so that this 21st century Moses can lead the nations to Jesus Christ, just like Moses led two million people out of Egypt to the Promised Land to see the fulfillment of God's promise. Moses was not there to lead people to himself. He had a very tough life as a leader. Not many people were happy with Moses. He had a very, very rough, rough life. However, he sustained. He persevered. Why? Because his purpose was not him, but his purpose was to glorify the Lord, to fulfill God's promise, to through bring people to the promised land. Likewise, 21st century Moses are here to go back to their countries, to go back to their people, to bring their people to Jesus Christ. So this is my prayer, and please pray for this. You can become 21st century Moses. And when you say, "Oh, 21st century Moses," that sounds so cool. I want to be that cool leader. I want to be like leader like Moses. Well, the ultimate purpose is not to become a cool leader, fantastic leader. You can become fantastic leader, but that is not the ultimate. The ultimate is that God would use you to lead, to point people to Jesus Christ, because that is our ultimate purpose. So let me summarize these three points here today. How does God work? Number one, God works by His power. Number two, God works through His people. Number three, God works for His. Purpose to bring people to Him, so that people would be saved from sin and death, and they'll be drawn to God alone, who is our Savior, who is our Lord. Always remember how God works, and we need to join His work through depending on His power, through becoming His people, through focusing on His purpose, not on ourselves. Let's pray together, Heavenly Father. We thank you. We praise you for、uh, leading us and guiding, guiding us and teaching us, Lord Father. We want to see your work. We thank you that you have taught us how you work. That you work by your power and you work through your people and you work、uh, for your glory. I pray that we would. Totally depend on your power, so that just like you said in Acts chapter one eight, when the Holy Spirit comes upon us, that we will receive your power. So, Father, please empower us with your power, that we would be your people, your servants, your instrument, that we would work for your kingdom, not for our glory, not for our kingdom, Lord. Father, please use us and guide us, so that more people would be added unto you, Lord. We thank you, praise you in Jesus' holy name. I pray, Amen.